0: Welcome to Rise with Pastor Karen Althea, a ministry that is anointed true, pure, wholesome and healing that will challenge you to rise above pain, hardship and the adversities of life. I want to share with you from Isaiah chapter 53 verses 3 to 5. And here's what the reading says from the King James Version. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded. For our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his tribes we are healed. As I have been reflecting on this word, that I know for so many believers, this is a popular scripture from the prophet Isaiah, and it's one that we often read in this season as we celebrate and commemorate the death of our Lord Jesus Christ, the resurrection. This is the week for this, and as we reflect on that, you know, I I be, I couldn't help but, but but just embrace. The thought that jumped in my spirit, which would be quite appropriate as a topic for this, um, in my estimation, and is that you should put a price on yourself because Christ put a price on you. Put a price on yourself because oh, Christ put a price on you. He did. He did. And so in reflecting on these three verses here, um, you know, this, the, the concept of what Christ suffered for you, for us, for me. Oh, my God. You know, and I think sometimes of how we live our lives without uh, any value on ourselves, maybe because others have made you feel. Like there's nothing important about you. Maybe others have put you down. Maybe because others have treated you so badly. And I think of this amazing, mighty move of our Lord Jesus Christ in the fact that he, he literally went to the cross to put a price on the value that he has for, when he thinks of us. When he, when he was nailed to that cross, he, were, he had us in mind. He was thinking about you. He was thinking about me. And that's the kind of price that he's laid on our heads. And so I want to remind you that despite how people make you feel, you are priceless. You are valuable. You are worth so much more than others will make you feel because Christ epitomized that in what he did on the cross for you. So, and you know, just looking at some of the things he suffered, let's just look at that and why that is so critical for us uh, to understand it and to get it is that the scripture said that he's despised and rejected, you know that when you reject someone is when you really put someone down. When you despise someone is when you hate on them. And this is what Christ suffered. He took the hate. He took the put downs and the, uh, the rejection and the, 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 the non-recognition and the, the thoughts of, oh, you're not important. He took that. He suffered that for us. Despised and rejected. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Grief is not an easy thing, you know. And I know that many of you hearing me right now, you have suffered all kinds of griefs. Anxieties, calamities, challenges, problems and storms and battles. That's what we call grief. The pain, the losses, the situations, the broken relationships, the the loss of of lives around you, the loss of employment, the the isolation, the rejection from people. Those are losses and pains. It's difficult. It's totally hard to get up every day and lift yourself through those circumstances. Oh, we're not even going to talk about those sicknesses and pains that hit us. Oh my God, sometimes the dismemberment in your body, sometimes the loss of limb, it's it's painful. Sometimes the things that we experience, and yet the scripture says that Christ suffered those things, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. He was familiar with grief. He knew what grief was about. He'd been there it been there just like you just like me just like so many of us experiencing the hardships of life around us so we are not reflecting this week on a savior who had who had no clue about what we are going through the scripture tells us that he was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin that he bore our sorrows, and he carried our grief. And we hid as, as it were our faces from him, and he was despised, again despised, and we esteemed him not. Wow, he was disregarded. I mean, when you don't esteem someone, it means you don't even think of them. You don't regard them. And this is what he suffered for you and for me. So much suffering. He took our place in that. So I want to encourage you that, you know what? You may not be feeling the best of yourself based on how people regard you. Maybe very, maybe today, maybe this very moment, you have been shut out, shut down, dismissed, put aside, you know, disregarded, not considered, not thought of. Your feelings are not reflected on. You know, you may have been ill-treated in so many ways and you are grieving that process. I want you to know that you're not alone. That our Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, went through the same and similar experiences of being rejected, disregarded, not thought of, being put down, suffering grief and sorrow. Not regarded at all. What a painful place to be. That's lonely. It's a lonely place when someone doesn't regard you. Especially when you do not have many persons around you. Alone, he suffered for us. For us. And, you know, as, as we reflect on this word and, and just think about him taking all of that on our behalf. I want to say to you that that's why you are not suffering alone. You don't have to suffer alone. He already took that. And because he put such a price on it that he took that for you, don't allow anyone to bring you to that place. Don't allow anyone to take you back to that place. And so verse 4 says, Surely he hath borne our grief, and he carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. He carried our sorrows. He was punished. He was struck. To be stricken means to be literally touched. So it's like physical abuse. He was abused for you and for me. This is what our Savior went through. Smitten of God. Literally wounded and hit. Forsaken. He cried out on the cross. Father, my Father, why hast thou forsaken me? My God. In that moment, feeling the rejection and and feelings of being forsaken. So I know that you know what it is to be forsaken. Well, maybe you know what it is to be forsaken. I know what it is to be forsaken. And so many people do. And Christ went through all of that ahead of the game, ahead of our lives, so that we would know That he's been there, he's experienced it, he was touched by this, and he suffered it for us. And therefore, as a result of that kind of affliction, he took the strikes, he took the whipping, he took the hitting, he took the wounds, he took the bruises, he took the disregard, the shame, for you and for me. So this is what he says in verse 5. But with all of that that he experienced, but he was wounded for a reason for my, for our transgressions. That's why he was wounded. That's why he did it. He didn't have to do it for himself. There was no need to do it for himself. He didn't need that. He could have called 10,000 angels to destroy the world and set him free, but he did it for us. But he was wounded for all transgressions. That's why. That's why he did it. That's why he took the fall. That's why he took the suffering. That's why he took the shame and disgrace. That's why he took the beatings. That's why he was whipped. That's why he allowed himself to be disgraced and disregarded. That's why he allowed himself to be stricken in that way. That's why he allowed himself to be rejected. To take it for you and for me. Our Savior stood in our place and he took that fall for us. Wow. I want to say to you, I want to remind you that he put a price on you. So put a price on yourself. Why should you allow yourself to be battered and bruised and wounded again by people with no regard for you? When Christ already took that shame because of your sins, this is why he did it. He was bruised for our iniquities. A bruise is what we call a black and blue. This is where you you, you literally have abrasion. This is where you literally suffer. This is where you literally are dealing with lacerations. This is where you are literally dealing with the pain. Yes, that is love. It is love. And because of his love for you. There's no need for you to stay in those places where you continue to be abused and rejected, bruised and whipped and beaten down and disregarded and made to suffer in the shame and the disgrace because someone does not regard you. Christ already took that for you and has put a precious price on your head. He put a price on you. I wonder what kind of price are you putting on yourself? You know, I think of, of sometimes the things we allow ourselves to sit in and the people, the crowds in which we allow ourselves to exist in who do not regard us. They have no consideration for you, for your feelings, for your, your, your experiences, for your pain. It is disregarded. It is, it is not seen. It is trodden underfoot. And yet Christ took all of that kind of shame with his love for you. Come on, man. Come on. Put a price on yourself. Put a price on yourself. Don't allow yourself to be trodden on by everyone. That's not the nature of what Christ expects of you. He put such a value on you that he went to the cross, nailed himself. He got himself because he could have done, he could have He could have removed himself. He could have spoken the word and Calvary's cross would have been standing there on its own empty without him. He could have called into existence any means to save mankind. But he gave up his own life to put a price on yours and on mine. So put a price on yourself because Christ did put one. On you. He suffered for you so you don't have to suffer alone. You don't have to go through the same things and feel like no one cares because Jesus cares. And that's why we celebrate in this week. That's why we celebrate his death, his resurrection. That's why we celebrate the fact that he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace. You know what that is? The discipline, the on the restraint that he put in place for your peace. My God, he did all of this for you to have peace. Why do you continue to live in misery? Why are you still so miserable? Why why do people impact you in such a way that your life is so miserable when Christ already put such an amazing price on you? He literally put a restraint. It's like a bond. The discipline that you will have peace when he went to the cross. You see how many things he stood in our place for? Your sins or transgressions, the rejections we go through, the, the uh, not being seen, you know, the, the being, being disregarded. Being cast down, being trodden on the foot. And he put a price on it so that you could have peace. He desires peace for you. He desires you to r- r- lay down in peace and to rise up in peace. To live in peace. To walk in peace. And peace doesn't mean that everything around you is perfect. But it means that you have the comfort of the fact that Christ took your place. This is why he died. And if you don't believe me, look at what the scripture says as verse 5 wraps up. That he says that the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes. With his bruises. With the whips he got. With the lashes he took. With the beatings. With the black and blue that you're gonna see on his body, all those bruises and lacerations on him, the cuts, the mark, the evidence of the nail prints in his hands and feet, the evidence that his by his tribes we are healed. By his tribes you are repaired. Sometimes you know that the repair we need is like a stitching. Some of the cuts and the bruises and the, oh my God, the situations that we go through. Man, the the lacerations are too big to just put a band-aid on. Those need stitching because you're wounded. Some of the pains cut deep. Some of the disappointments cut deep. You can hardly bring your head up from it. Some of them break your heart. They crush your spirit. They keep you stunted and you feel like you can't go on. Those need the stitching and that's what his tribes do. He says by his tribes, we are healed. We are repaired. We are stitched up. By his tribes, we are cured. By his tribes, we are thoroughly, completely made whole by his tribes, we are healed. So despite what you're going through today, I will in no wise try to minimize your pain, your disappointment, the disillusionments, the heartbreak, the brokenness, the rigid feelings of rejection, you know, the distress, the lack of, the sicknesses in your body, the shame that life brings to you, the guilt that maybe you're suffering. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I won't try to minimize that, but I want to remind you today that by his tribes, by his tribes, you are cured. You are healed. That access is available to you, that Christ died and took the whipping and the stripes and the disregard and the rejection he took the shame so that you can hold your head up high he took the whipping and the lashes so that you know that you can survive this what love what love what love what love the father has for us he put a price on you so i want to invite you today to put a price on yourself You don't have to suffer some of the things that you're suffering. You don't have to beat upon yourself further than what life is already giving to you. Because Christ put a price on you. So I challenge you to put a price on yourself because he already put one on you. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being here. I pray that his peace would be within your walls and his prosperity within your gates. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message today. Please join us next Thursday for another episode of Rise with Pastor Karen Althea. We would love to have you join our weekend service in the Healing Room on Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find the link to our service at havenofhealingministries.com.